is Missouri ducking Kansas in bowl season? Well, according to Brett McMurphy, the answer is a definite maybe. So you know what? I'm going to make two different cases for you coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And you know what? I've probably done that little read. Dozens of times, and I never noticed that clever bit of wordplay there. Bet online has you covered this season. Boy, am I an idiot or what? But you know what? I also am a big time Missouri football fan, and I have to say, when there's the prospect of playing Kansas in a bowl game, I get excited for that. Call me old school, but I like big time rivalries, and that's about as big time as it gets in my book. In fact, For me, it's number one, as you can probably tell. But according to Brett McMurphy, Missouri will not play Kansas in a bowl game this year. The sources told him at Action Network HQ. So what do we think about this? Well, according to the people over at Barstool Kansas, well, they're waving their fingers at Missouri already saying, what, you all afraid to play the superior program this season? Well, first of all, cool your jets there a little bit on superior program. Missouri has played in 34 bowl games all time before this season. Kansas, 12. I think that's about all that needs to be said about which program is superior Jayhawk fans. But I will say, at first glance, I don't have a great argument for the idea that Missouri is ducking Kansas. And that's really disappointing, especially when in the reality of of the situation is if Missouri is not going to go to the Liberty Bowl, according to Gabe DeArmond over at Power Mizzou, you're looking at the Gasparilla Bowl against an opponent like, for example, East Carolina. And and by the way, the Gasparilla Bowl, is is that a Sioux City Gasparilla? Oh, yes, that's a good one. Sorry, that's my Sam Elliott impression. Hold your applause. But... In all seriousness, if you're a Missouri fan, what is the downside of playing Kansas? There really isn't much of one. Oh my God, we might lose a game to Kansas. As, by the way, Missouri has done over the years a few times. They've also beaten Kansas, in fact, about as many times over the years. A famous rivalry. Well, by the way, even though Missouri obviously is the superior program, apparently Kansas gets up for those Missouri games. That's what history has told us. So a little bit of fear there is somewhat understandable, but that's part of the excitement of college football. I just think it's a bad look when you're a Missouri team and you have a a game like that, especially for your fans. When After a season when basically the Liberty Bowl last season, well, excuse me, not the Liberty Bowl. I said Liberty because I believe it was in Memphis, right? But regardless, the Armed Forces Bowl, Last season, Missouri basically said they didn't care about it. They didn't play Tyler Beatty. They didn't play 
the quarterback, Connor Bazelak, they had played all of the regular season. Sure, Bazelak was a little banged up, but not so banged up that he couldn't suit up in that ball game. Various other injuries that guys had played with all season, well, they decided to get surgery or whatever, which, by the way, may be a, a sound decision for them, but obviously Missouri signaled in a number of different ways that that bowl game was not particularly important to them. And I thought, by the way, with the late notification to fans, perhaps some fans who might want to drive down for that game late in the week, well, they didn't exactly give them a lot of heads up. So Missouri not only said that they don't personally care that much about the bowl games last year, but they also told us that they don't really care about their fans either, at least in terms of bowl season. Hey, by all means, we'll send you out an email and say, hey, buy bowl tickets. Wouldn't that be great if you just bought some bowl tickets? Sure would make Missouri look good if we had a big crowd for our bowl game, if we could sell out our bowl allotment. Now, don't get me wrong. We're not going to give you an entertaining game. God forbid we do that. No, have fun with East Carolina in the Sioux City Gasparilla Bowl. I'm not particularly interested in that. And by the way, it's literally not in Sioux City. It's in Tampa. That's a big Lebowski reference for all of you. But my point is, that was definitely my initial response, and I just didn't see a great argument against it. Of course, now Missouri, as an athletic department, and in the coaching staff, they'll tell you that they just preferred, I'm sure, to have the bowl game before Christmas to get the guys done with the season, get them back home, and I, I totally understand that. I'm a human being. I, I get it. If In a perfect world, if all things being equal, yeah, I would definitely... If I were a player on the team, let's put it that way, yeah, sure, all things being equal, I'd love to do that. But would I not get a little more excited? Listen, it's one Christmas, guys. You can still celebrate Christmas a little bit later, a few days later, whatever. You're telling me you're not getting a little bit more juiced for a game against Kansas than against East Carolina? And yes, I realize 90-some-odd percent of the guys on this roster didn't grow up as Missouri fans like I did. But still, you still get energy from the fans. There's a reason home court advantage is a thing. Home field advantage is a thing. Yeah, as a guy who grew up as a Missouri fan, yeah, say I went up, up to Utah or something and played basketball for them. Well, when BYU came to town, even though that didn't matter to me as a child whatsoever, I would still be smart enough to realize that, oh, wow, the fans get really up for this and there's just a different energy in the building and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of the point of this whole thing. Because college football and college basketball are never going to be as good on the field or on the court as their NFL and NBA counterparts. If you just remove the jerseys and everybody was just playing white jerseys versus black jerseys or something and you or shirts and skins whatever and you had no laundry to root for well nobody would really care about college basketball now would they nobody would care about college football in that scenario well again we have to get back to that idea now having said that even though i think my initial response was that this kind of makes Missouri look a little weak. It's kind of a weak sauce move to me. If whether The point is you're avoiding your rival or not. Maybe you don't even care about that. Maybe you just don't care about bowls in general, which seems very obvious. And again, it seems like Missouri's biggest thing 
is they would like to get this bowl season over with. Let's get the practices in. Let's get the guys back home before Christmas. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But I'll tell you, regardless, if you're a Kansas fan, yep, you have every right now to talk some crap to Missouri about this. You really do. Superior program? No, stop it. But I will say, Missouri as an athletic department can salvage this. They're actually, they can have their cake and eat it too. They can not play Kansas in this bowl game and actually shove this right back down the throat of all you Jayhawk fans who, I'm sure a few of you are listening to this, by the way. Welcome. I appreciate you putting some money in my pocket, by the way. Really enjoying that YouTube revenue, by the way. Really, really appreciate it. But I'm telling you, there is a way for the Missouri Athletic Department to salvage this. And it's not my idea, by the way. A Missouri student on Twitter, he said it as well as I possibly could have. So I'll credit him on the other side. But first, I got to tell you, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Yes, clever wordplay aside, Bet Online is your spot for everything you could possibly need with betting, whether it's college football and basketball. See, that's the real secret sauce of bowl season, right? We can still bet on the game. So, regardless if they're important or not, they can be important to your bottom line. And I'll tell you, I'm going to be looking forward to bowl season. I don't know how much of an edge I really have, but. We're bound to find something to get into, that's for darn sure. But again, regardless of what you're into, maybe it's the big-time soccer happening right now, U.S. versus Netherlands. Hey, they have you covered over at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today, from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the box and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And as I said, even though my initial reaction, I'm still kind of leaning this way, is I, I really wish Missouri would just, if, if that's an option, if there isn't a better option, by the way, than Missouri playing Kansas in the Liberty Bowl, then I think we should go for it. Listen, it'd be one thing if if another option was, oh, well, Missouri got to play Notre Dame or some big-time opponent that, again, would get fan interest really high, then by all means. I'm not saying it's Kansas or bust, but to me, Kansas or East Carolina, for instance. Well, people are saying that Missouri doesn't have a lot to win by playing Kansas. I, I couldn't disagree with that notion more. Beating Kansas is always a win. That's always a good feeling. Believe me, if Missouri beats Kansas in basketball here in about eight days, that's going to feel extra, extra good beating that team than it would any other team that just so happened to be the number nine team in the country. But I will say, again, Missouri can flip this and actually get me on their side. Here's a tweet. To me, this is the tweet of the day. Maybe the tweet of the month, the tweet of the year. I don't know. A really smart tweet because, again, I had a very passionate take in the A block of this show. Well, in the B block, I got to give some love to somebody who made me stop in my tracks and go, huh, 
wait a minute, maybe I'm completely wrong about this. Well, this is a tweet from Colin, who is a current Mizzou student, class of 25, apparently, according to his bio, at Colin in Como, if you want to follow him on Twitter. But Colin says, KU, by the way, he's from Boulder, and he knows to not capitalize KU. We're off to a strong start already. But KU wants to play Mizzou in their first season in 15 years that they aren't complete ass after hiding for a decade, and Mizzou said, hell nah. Pretty alpha when you think about it. Well, Colin, again, excellent tweeting, my friend. I love it. Hopefully, you're a new listener over here at Locked on Mizzou as well, because that's the kind of listenership that I that I need. Somebody who has the appropriate amount of hate for Kansas and also has a smart brain to go with it. Because I tell you what, if the athletic department actually came out and said that more or less, I would suddenly start cheering and be completely on their side again. If they took what Bill Self did for over a decade and took it and just jammed it right back down his throat, I got to be honest, that would completely make my day. I'm not really expecting that, so I'm kind of still leaning toward my opinion from the A block. But again, if Desiree Reed Francois came out just guns a-blazing and, again, shoved it right back down their throats with that particular message... Well, I think most Missouri fans, including this guy, would be forced to agree. By the way, Martez Manuel, not the only Missouri Tiger, deciding to go pro. Isaiah McGuire turning pro and skipping the goal game like Martez Manuel as well. And especially from Isaiah McGuire's perspective, how could you blame him for skipping a bowl game, even if it were against Kansas? The guy played the last couple games with a separated shoulder. A really productive year for Isaiah, a guy who has a legitimate shot at the NFL. By all means, heal up and get ready for, for the combine. No, no ill will whatsoever, and in fact, I'll be certainly rooting for him at the next level. But speaking of the bowl games... I tell you, if you thought they were becoming more and more meaningless, well, I think we're going to take a step even further in that direction with the implement officially of the new 12-team college football playoff. So let's talk about that and a little bit more football right after these quick messages. Well, as you've likely heard by now, the Rose Bowl finally descended Mount Pius and is allowing us to continue on with a 12-team college football playoff starting during the 2024-25 season. So not this coming season, but the next will be at 12 teams. That first round of action, four games, will actually be played on campus. So possibly you could see a college football playoff game in Columbia one year. That's certainly an exciting prospect, but it's also noteworthy with that with the expansion of this college football playoff, well, more classic bowl games are being put under its umbrella. So therefore, in 2024, 2025, the first two seasons, well, you're going to see a rotation between who hosts the quarters and the semifinals. Of course, four sites for the quarters two sites for the semis. That'll be six bowl games. Of course, the Fiesta Bowl, 
Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and Orange Bowl, your traditional Big Four BCS Bowls, if you will, from back in the day. But also now being added, the Peach Bowl and the Cotton Bowl will be part of the college football playoff rotation. And for Missouri fans, of course, the Cotton Bowl has been the capper to the two best Missouri football seasons of my lifetime. So what you're seeing here is that two more of your traditional big-time games that teams would actually get up for, it's gone. It's now part of the college football playoff. So it just seems to me that more and more, if you're not part of the college football playoff, well, pretty much every bowl game from here on forward seems like it's going to be treated like Missouri treated the Armed Forces Bowl last year and probably its bowl game this season as well. It's disappointing, but at the same time, I'm afraid that as long as these games are still rating well on television, which, by the way, the Missouri Armed Forces Bowl rated pretty darn well last year. Got like about a two and a half, something like that. Compare that to just a random NBA game, for instance, on a Thursday night. You'd be stunned how well that particular game did, even though it seems like not that many people care. seems like people just can't get enough college football when they're sitting around the television around the holidays. And speaking of the NFL draft, probably the biggest guy I'm worried about going to the NFL draft has got to be Chris Abrams drain because he's such a critical part of what Missouri did defensively this this past season, along with Ennis Rakestraw just over and over again, those two guys were put in man coverage, often just put on islands alone while Missouri was aggressive with blitzing defense by their front seven. And to me, if I'm Chris Abrams' drain, if, if I'm in his shoes, I think I probably do go to the NFL. I, I'm not really sure what else he can prove at this level because I thought he was a really good cover man in the slot last season for Missouri. And actually, I think the move to the outside this past season, well, I think he was even better. I actually think it fits his skill set even more. He just has the feet, the, the footwork, the tenacity, whatever it is. He just has it as a cover player. I don't know that his skill set is best served to be in the box, for instance, as you often have to be as a, if you're going to play in the slot, well, sometimes you're going to be getting into the running game maybe more than you would like. So I just think for Abrams Drain, that outside corner position, which is as important as a position as there is, maybe arguably other than edge rusher, as there is on the field defensively, to me, what else does he have left to prove? Each and every week, again, he's going one-on-one with SEC caliber wide receivers. Even when he gives up a touchdown this past week to Arkansas, I thought he was in great position, and the guy just made a play. You know, again, you're playing against SEC guys. Occasionally, they're gonna they're gonna grab one. It, it, you know, ninety percent of the time, it felt like he was breaking that pass up this season. So. The position was right there. Again, I, I, if I were him, I think I would probably do it. That, that's just me. But at the same time, I, I do just want to point something out. While I would be disappointed if Chris Abrams' drain left for the NFL, I would definitely be understanding, and I wouldn't be mad at him whatsoever. It wouldn't be like the Dominic Lovett situation where my heart is kind of broken a little bit. It would be much more like 
the Jeremy Macklin situation where a guy you feel like is a true son that really wanted to come back, but he's just too good. It would be almost irresponsible if you're a, if you're a first round draft pick, not to go. I, I don't know if Chris Abrams drain is a first round draft pick. I'm not going that far. I, I'm not smart enough or knowledgeable enough to know all of the NFL corners at this point, for instance. But I'll tell you, I, I just don't know that whatever you think of his prospects, I think he played about as good as he possibly could have this season. So I think if I'm him, I seriously consider moving on at the same time. Hey, maybe he thinks one more year, maybe I've got a third or fourth round grade, maybe with one more year with Blake Baker and really maybe just his third season as a, as a defensive back, really full time, at least in college. Well, maybe that extra time, that bit of experience can propel him into the first or second round. Certainly possible, but mostly I'm just saying keep your eye on Chris Abrams' drain as well as a few other guys like Darius Robinson and Tyron Hopper as well. Could all possibly put their names into NFL considerations. But you know what? Thanks for considering this your podcast of the day. If you got time for a second listen, I got to say, you got to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on Odyssey, YouTube, and wherever you get finer podcasts. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and thanks as always for listening to Locked on Mizzou.